Not sure if we say it in the podcast, but just want to say it now at the top of the show. Uh, everyone at OzPlay's recording team would like to uh, bid Jaden farewell and uh, wish him well on his adventures as he's uh, left OzPlay's, not permanently, but for a decent time to work in Canada. So, yeah. Uh, just want to say thank you for being part of the team, Jaden, and everyone here at OzPlays wishes you well. Also, uh, I still have lost the podcast intro, so I think I'm going to make a new one. So right now, I'm just going to... Look at look at this ugliest sin fucking AMV some guy made. Oh, no. Involving One Piece, mind you, it's in a, it's in a recording chat. Oh God! Some people take not they take frame interpolation not as like a design choice, but as a uh, step by step. It's like, all right, first we need to apply frame interpolation, and then we need to fr- apply more frame interpolation. And then we need to add some frame blending. And if we do that at the same time as the beats, people will think I'm fucking good. And like, no, no, you're not. This shit just looks ugly as sin. I mean, I even, I mean, I, I even I've made AMVs, but my AMV I made when I was like 14 is better than some of the shit people put out today. And that's just a fact. I wonder if I can still find it on YouTube actually. Cause I, I, I cause I remember, I remember it was when YouTube first started. Uh, and the worst part is my mum's the one that fucking, Oh my God. Oh my God. Really? What's happening now? What? Apparently, there's a video of me showing off my potato cannon. What, there is? Yeah. Fuck, I look smaller then. This was in 2009. Oh, come on. Does it make a sound? Why? why did, did, did they fucking mute my audio? Did I thought that was some sort of terrorist. It's just... I'll, I'll show it to you because, uh, like, if you can fucking see it it looks like Japanese porn that's how pixelated the fucking camera is who the fuck is shadow boy 911 that's me man that's you I don't know, I don't know why that name is the way it is <laughs> This is my potato can I made for under 50 bucks. It's awesome. I hope you like it. And it just looks fake. It just <laughs> looks fake as 14. shit. Because I probably was. <laughs> like. Uh, uh, let's do some fucking math here. Uh, <laughs> when so, was the video uploaded? 2009. It says in the things. 2009. Yeah. All right. I, it's fine, kind of hard. So we work back. 
says 10. So it was... Wait, that doesn't make sense. 2002 says 10. And then 2009... Six, seven... These are 17. That don't look right. I'm pretty sh- that ain't that ain't look right. I'm pretty sure that was not okay. Well, it's something like I was 17 or 16, and I'm I bought it and I built it and I and it, it fucking put a hole in a fence. A, a potato cannon put a hole in the tin fence. I'm not sure how that's possible. But that was me. That was my ingenious experience. Anyway, fucking hello and welcome to uh, a returning of sorts to our podcast, uh, SV Cheats 1. I am Chris. Uh, Today I have Alex and Josh with me. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Jaden, residential uh, quiet boy, has left the fold. Yes, he's uh, fucked off to the other side of the world. He's gone to kill a moose. <laughs> or such a, de- by a moose. Such dedication. I've heard to- the geese are more dangerous. No, no, no. What? That's, <laughs> that's no. a joke. That's a joke. Was, Thank you for clarifying. Geese. I mean, like, geese are more dangerous <laughs> than Jaden? Yes. Yeah. Geese <laughs> are more okay, dangerous that than moose. That's true. Geese more dangerous than moose, dude. Have you seen a fucking moose? It'd be more realistic to say I that they haven't, but I've, I've looked at pictures of me. It's, it's, it's recommended that if you're going to hit a moose with your car, swerve because you'll only take out its legs, and then it's going to fall on top of you and kill you anyway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you like, it's like driving into a stovey pole. Like I keep wanting to say meese <laughs> for some reason, but like. Mooses are fucking like devastating. Let's go. Uh, average moose weight. Oh, it's, it's like seven hundred kilos of just fucking. There's two different results. I've got anywhere between two to four ninety, or two to three hundred and eighty to seven hundred kilos. Yeah, okay, also seven hundred kilos. Also, yeah, just in chunky. Case, just in case this comes up again, I just double checked. The plural of moose is moose. Yeah. It's not yes. mooses. It's not meat mo- moose. It's not yeah, moose. That's why I keep, moose. I keep trying to correct moose. my. I keep trying to correct myself. It's not yeah, mooses. Moose. It's not moose. moose. It's just moose. The plural of moose is moose. It's that yeah, kind of thing. Fucking you, run into just a piss moose, off a Canadian. You're- call them meese. <laughs> so it's like just imagine dumping that to the back well, of a trailer. I don't know if Jane's gonna listen to this podcast or not. Probably not. So I'm just gonna say uh, it right oh, here. Man, when uh, he comes James back, we're gonna refer to them as meese. <laughs> Jaden is most likely. I have the feeling he might be listening in. If he is, hey, uh, <laughs> how's your ski lift job going? Uh, but like, I, I got the feeling like we could probably talk mad shit about him, and he's not gonna. He's he's either not gonna listen, and uh, we can just talk mad shit, or we're gonna find out soon enough. Yeah, Jaden's so, pretty uh, chill about it anyway. He just pretty laugh at all or something. Yeah, but like, I want a response. Yeah. Just to let him know, just to <laughs> let us know if he's listening, instead of just going, hey, are you listening to a podcast? Because you know, he know you won't. But if yeah. he comes in and he goes, 
I'm not here to kill moose. And then we're like, oh, there we go. Answer's there. <laughs> Done and dusted. Yeah. But, uh, or if he moose, comes in and uh, goes, I'm not here to kill meese. That, that's how we know he's made it at least seven <laughs> minutes in. Uh, Moose-related deaths. <laughs> Look up the Canadian uh, obituary. 500 moose accidents a year. The oh, odds geez. of dying oh. in a moose-related accident are one in 200,000. Okay. But it's still more than that one they, uh, per day. Oh, right. There was that story of a diver who saw a killer whale eat a moose in front of him because he was he was in he was like uh upland the fuck's canada the moose doing in the in the water where a killer whale can get it okay so moose can actually dive up to like i think 30 to 40 feet and that is more than enough room for a fucking killer whale to be swimming the yeah. dude was scuba diving where he saw a moose barreling towards him underwater and the killer whale just came in from the side and killed the moose. The only yeah. reason killer whales don't kill human beings Jesus. is we are literally not worth the energy. Killer whales are found in all three of Canadians, Canadia's oceans. Yeah, so killer whales are a natural predator of moose. Yeah. Because moose actually go into the water. <laughs> And dive where it's deep enough for the Yeah, because no moose survives an, an interaction with a killer whale, so those dumb fucking horses have no idea uh, what a killer whale is. I can imagine, like, I don't know why a moose would be diving so deep, but I can sort of imagine, like, they a eat moose the vegetation frantically, frantically swinging his antlers around, fucking up a killer whale. He can't. The killer, the killer whale will just bite whatever and just crush it to death. Killer whale versus moose. Learning a whole bunch of fun shit today. Killer whales, yeah. orcas belong to the dolphin family, while moose belongs. I don't care. Killer whales have larger dorsal fins and are black and white. I don't, I don't care. We don't need to know the I physical characteristics of a fucking whale and a and a murder horse. All right, so they say the orc is at the top of the marine food web, but a moose is a land animal. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. So like, what if we if we start incorporating, we start having this ambitious crossover, like, how how is it going to end up? Uh, I'm kind of eating, confused because I, I just read that, a, like, somebody describing mooses having webbed feet that you can use as propellers and thick tails they can use as rudders. But when I'm looking at like moose feet pictures, they all look like freaking hooves. Because they don't look wet. Furthermore, like, take it out of context. That's a stupid fucking sentence. I'm just looking at moose feet pictures and <laughs> <laughs> shit's web. Don't keep moose wet. knuckles. <laughs> and and Got just a moose in case, right now. Just in case that is another joke. <laughs> Fuck me. But yes, uh, uh, fucking Josh, I want to hear about your week. What have you been doing this week? Uh, honestly, not much that's different. Been playing Final Fantasy fourteen, a bit of League. Uh, wanted to get into a bit of Dead by Daylight before I heard there's a bit of a cheater problem at the moment, but I played a match anyway and did well. Um, <laughs> bit cheater. Bit disappointed in the uh, – News though that Final Fantasy XIV's Endwalker expansion has been delayed two weeks, but that's how this shit goes in it? nowadays, I guess. Better a delayed game than a bad game. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, not much other than that. Haven't really been playing that much more out of the normal. Fair enough. All right, Alex. <laughs> your week. I have. I've been having an absolute knee slapping banger of a time with Age of Empires Four. I have put like forty hours into that game since it came out, like about midway through last week, and I'm I'm loving every moment of it. I hope oh. it, I hope it revives the RTS genre. To be completely honest with you, like, so is it, it and Total Warhammer is 3. it? Do you like it because of how close and similar it is to Age of Us Two, or do you like like does it do anything that uh that what's the term I'm looking for? The, I, I, there's a term I was looking for before, but does it add anything more to the series? Realistically, it's it feels like a graphical update and a, a a quality of life overhaul of a lot of systems, which is like it's kind of what everyone wanted from an from the next Age of Empires game. Where like it it does really feel just like a like a massive upgrade to Age of Empires two, mm. and that's I'm perfectly happy with that because that's what I wanted. I didn't want them to try you know, something new or something too drastically new. Like one of the new features they've put in is uh, when you go around hunting for like sheep and shit like that, uh, you get th- th- your scouts. So your horse uh, fucking cavalry scout, unit. you get one of them at the start of the game for free. You, mm-hmm. um, you use that to go and collect the, um, to collect the sheep. And the, everyone knows like age of empire sheep are fucking slow as, slow as piss. But, if a, if because uh, you're collecting them with a scout, the sheep get a speed boost to match the scout speed, so they keep up with the scout. So you can okay. send yeah, the yeah. scout around, and they automatically like start following the scout that they're locked onto. So you can send the scout around to collect multiple sheep at the scout speed, and then just run them back to your base, and then send out the scout again instead of having to run something past them and then microwing all the fucking sheep back to your base. So that's a very so nice just follow life you change. automatically, and you just got to like work around it from there, or do yeah, you have just, to control them manually? No, they just follow you automatically. You just yeah, walk the, walk the scout up to it, and they just lock on and start following. All right. Well, uh, I just lost it slightly because of the because of the talk about uh the plural. What's the uh, plural of moose? Well, not plural. Meese. Yeah. Mice. <laughs> like, I just I, I just imagined what if sheep was sheep. <laughs> And that just made me like laugh, and I didn't so want to opt- interrupt. The optimal start to an Age of Empires game is to co- is to like collect around like six to seven sheep and then transport <laughs> them back to your boost. Yeah, fucking shoot! But, uh, <laughs> well, what did they add getting- any? Uh, oh, oh I'm still asking about his Age of Empires. Um, so, did they add anything? Like any extra races to this, or is it just no, the same old races? It's, it's so it really this, is just the remake of. There's actually Age of less 2. races than in um, uh, Age of Empires two, because they had to you know remake a bunch of stuff from scratch. They've also changed how you go up a civilization tier as well. So now instead of just buying the research for it, you actually have to build a building that is that's considered a landmark that ups you to the next civilization tier. Mm. and those buildings have like different things like uh there's the holy roman empire which is like their one of their buildings they can get is like a, a like a elite blacksmith so it's it functions the same as the blacksmith building and it has all of the upgrades that the blacksmith building has 
but it's all cheaper to get from that particular building. And that's only available to the Holy Roman Empire. Then there's the, um, there's the French, which is they have um, uh, the, uh, like a trade market that when you build it, it and all other markets and docks and anything you get from trade, you get 30% more of that resource that you're trading. Okay, so yeah, and there's always it's not like one option. There's like essentially two. just fine tunes and uh, balances out stuff rather than adding any extra features and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it didn't do like Age of Empires three. Is is it what Age of Empires two is to Age of Empires one, or is it what Age of Empires three is to Age of Empires two in it, terms of changes? It's Age of Empires two to Age of Empires one. Okay. So yeah, it just kind of sounds like they really wanted to remake Age of Empires two, and but couldn't do it for some reason. Yeah, they just and decided to go fuck it. Better. Yeah. yeah, they just made Age of Empires two like a it's a it's a big graphical update and just an overhaul of like a lot of systems, just like mm-hmm. a lot of quality of life changes as well. So like it's what everyone wanted from an Age of Empires four. They didn't want you know any news. They didn't want a Dawn of War three. They wanted. They wanted what they're familiar with just better. And that's what they've got. So, yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right. Anything else in your week? Uh, got back into Deep Rock Galactic because they mm-hmm. came out with a, it's a new big free update and they're doing a bunch of big free stuff. Like they put a battle pass in the game now, which is honestly one of the best systems I've ever seen a battle pass implemented in because one, the battle pass is free. And all the mm-hmm. rewards you get from the battle pass don't go away after the battle pass ends. There's still ways for you to unlock them, so there's no rush. Uh, there's new mission Did types, not- new guns, new content. That's a bunch so of is free the shit. battle pass a hundred percent free? No paid. Yeah, no paid. Version. Nothing. It's a hundred percent free. Then, to me, I don't understand that. Like, it's even there. That just seems like a reward system in a battle pass. A battle pass yeah, is something it's, it's you rewards, purchase yeah. to yeah, it's get a reward system. the things. Like, mm. They so call just, it a battle it's a pass because it's the yeah. buzzword. It's, it's the big buzzword now that yeah, gets all the fucking Fortnite kitties coming to try out other games like, oh, battle pass. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fucking, it's a reward system that you get for completing missions and you get experience and you level up and then you get token to buy cosmetics with. And all of it's completely free. Go check out Deep Rock Galactic. It's a really fucking good game. So, yeah. Okay. Um, no, I tried to get into uh, mm. Deep Rock Galactic and, yeah, just couldn't get into it. Yeah. And it was a free weekend. And I was like, uh, I see where it is. But at the same time, I, I'm just sort of over those sort of survival style resource hunting games. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. All right. So, that's been your week. Uh, more or less got Total War Saga Troy back for blood. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at my recently played on Steam. I'm sitting here fucking tapping my fingers waiting for Total War Hammer 3 to come out, which has got a release date now, so that's good. It's February. It next year? Yeah, yeah, February next oh, year. It got, got a release date and delayed. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah, it got delayed and then in the... Because they announced the Ogre Kingdoms in a pretty fucking catchy song trailer um there's like oh yeah release date is now it's february so i was like okay dude 
fucking some of the game trailers that are coming out these days or like movie trailers are so fucking like out of touch like the the, the songs like for example the um movie trailer for the new Resident Evil film oh uh, yeah that, that was really weird uh yeah ha, the what's going on by yeah fucking, I was just thinking of He-Man well, we all know sings, it's the He-Man like, song yeah the He-Man yeah. sings like thing the whole time I was watching that. I was like, it's, it's, it's incredible. Blondes, that's it. And it's just, uh, and I wake in the morning and I step outside. And I don't understand why that is the song choice you made for the Resident Evil trailer. Yeah, it's like, oh, yes, it's it, got this movie based off a horror series. Let's have this really ridiculous sort of. Yeah, but like, they, 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 I, they, it doesn't, it doesn't matter of the genre. It's just a matter of the context, the context suppose, of the yeah, song. So, like, I could imagine having it, it could be, like, good for something where you actually see them fight, like, fighting, like, break out or something. Like, or, like something that's not supposed to be taken as seriously, I think. Like, I'm pretty sure what's going on is, like, a anti-war protest song. And it's like, yeah, but Umbrella, though. The one thing I don't understand about it, the fucking whole... I mean, like, all right, fine. Like, make Jill some black girl. Make fucking... Like I like Leon, some Hispanic kid. As long as they do the job well, then fine. As long as you respect but the source material. No, not even that. Like, yeah. just fucking. It does not look good at all. Like, I was super hoping that fucking. Uh, there was hope, and that trailer showed it. You know, I was hoping that it would be good. I'm hoping it'll be good. And I watched the trailer. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then so I was like, look how many fucking references we can cram into this thing. And I went, oh, my God. Yeah, like, Oh, my God. It's a like, single movie, right? Yes. Yeah, they seem to be trying to jam the, at least the first two Events of one together. and two into it, yeah. They're trying to jam the events of one and two. Because they definitely... Because, well, for, for starters, they had the characters from both of those two and they ha- they definitely had like the mansion and I don't understand well as- it was just like Claire is an out of out of town chick and uh and for some reason Chris is all like I don't believe you about Umbrella like what any everyone from stars are the ones spearheading the campaign to get Umbrella investigated and Chris is in this movie just seems like what are you on about, Claire? It's Umbrella. That's some regular ass fucking cunt. Like, oh my god, what the fuck's going on here? So, I, I'm they interested didn't to read see the source material before they. Like, put I'm this going shit to together. watch it anyway. Oh yeah, but no, no, that's the thing. Like, they put all these fucking like references to the games in it, as if I needed to be fucking reminded that I'm watching Resident Evil. It's like, look, look, itchy, tasty. Look, look, it's fucking the same. Po- like, it, it's Resident Evil, guys. I'm like, oh my god, just fuck, just fucking. No, uh, it's evil within, too. It's evil within, <laughs> too. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> Jesus evil within, too, is a good game, though. I did enjoy that game. Uh, so that one line just fucking kills it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, no. Like it's intentionally stupid. That's why they had the characters turn and look directly into the camera <laughs> when they said it. Oh, okay, then it's a work of art. 
Yeah, that's what I said. It's like, it's evil within two. And then they both slowly turn their heads and stare at the camera. And then they get back to it. It's like, now nah, fuck it, man. I'm out of here. But yeah. Um, yeah, the fucking movie, Resident Evil movie. When's it coming out? Because I'm going to watch it. That is, it's just fucking a given. But I have the feeling I'm not going to enjoy it. I, I want to enjoy it. I'm not going in there going, fuck this, man. I'm not going to hate I'm going to hate this film. Like, no, I want to see what it's got. And if it's any entertaining, uh, resident and so the opposite of Alex of a lot of the shows is we watch the other. I only watch Ruby with you and I am there specifically to see how bad it gets. Were you trying to rebuke my point? No, I'm clarifying. 25th of November. So ages away. I was also going to watch High Guy in Spice, but I think you started that without me. I, no, I've only watched the one episode. Ah. <laughs> not even I haven't. It's not even watching the episode. I flick through it to find bread.png and lamppost.png, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, I, I don't understand like Alex's profound hatred for it, but at the same time, your hatred for Ruby is yeah. Just just stick with hating Ruby. All right, you have merit <laughs> with that argument. Fucking Ruby hasn't come out this year. Has it? No. What, what the fuck are they doing then? <laughs> Nothing. Didn't they release? Didn't they release some other bullshit? Yeah, that fucking fairy tale shit. I'm not watching that. That's not Ruby. Well, it says Ruby in the title, so you know it's Ruby. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking, they can put whatever they want in the title. It's not. Ain't Ruby. my Ruby. <laughs> yes, but it's not your Ruby because yeah. you don't like Ruby to begin with. No, it's it ain't fucking- the Ruby okay. I like to hate. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not the Ruby I like to hate. Yeah. I don't want to see your shitty fucking two D animated crap. I'm here. I'm here for the three D animated garbage. Animated bullshit. Uh, I, I, just, I just checked. Alex is like right is kind of right and wrong because the most recent season of Ruby was like half of it was last year, half of it was this year. Wait, what? Ah, or at least, ah. Or at least like, well, more fake like, fan, fake I, fan. I just, I just double checked. Like, it was late last year, early this year. Like, they, oh. did, they took like a break over January. Yeah, because I was like, don't they usually like start releasing that shit around like October, November, and it runs until December, and that's when they like call it quits. Alright, so yeah, Alex is a fake fan yeah, confirmed. You're a fa- fake fan. I'm really here to hate the show. The, the volume nine was July nine. Was when they released. The oh yeah, five. volume nine. We're like, how do how do we make this character inter like how do we make this one character whose decisions are completely agreeable into the villain? Just fucking make him batshit insane. That's what we're gonna do. I don't remember yeah, that like, part of the trailer. What? But that's a good villain. A good villain is something you can be like, I can oh, no, understand with. But then no, no, he's like, not, he wasn't a villain. He was he was a good guy the main characters have become the villains. But because the main characters are the main characters, they can't become the villains. So in order to maintain the main characters being the heroes, reality itself needs to bend to their will in order to make that sort of shit happen. I think I need to rewatch yeah, this like- trailer because I remember, they're like sneak peek because I don't remember that at all. If the main, so like you're saying the main villain no, wasn't not the main a villain, villain. and 
Well, you said, well, you, we started off with the main villain was agreeable, and then they made him batshit crazy. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't the main villain at all. It was one of the good guys was making tough, agreeable decisions completely based oh, in logic and wait, rational. Wait, no, thought. you're talking about the previous seasons, not this next one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how we started about off. Ironwood, okay. Yeah, Ironwood. Yeah, I'm talking about Ironwood. So that's how we started off in season eight. Season nine, they're like, well, shit, this this is making a whole lot of sense, but he needs to be the villain because reasons. So we're just going to make him completely deranged and unhinged, and that's it. Why is he called Ironwood? I don't know. Uh, it's I believe it's because of the fact that some of the like leaders of each of the countries were supposed, or at least like the teach the like headmasters and stuff of each of the schools were supposed to be inspired by like the companions from um alice in wonderland no no no, no. it was the um no. dorothy i forget her name yeah yeah yellow brick road uh the wizard of Oz. yeah that's it basically yeah. so yeah ruby um, had this so- uh, thing with its naming convention where it would like use names and themes of popular fairy tales like to like sort of inspire their characters, they drop that like a hot potato at like season three. Yeah, but oh, like, why Ironwood? Uh, he's I, supposed I to be the know. Tin Man. The Tin Man, yeah, I guess. So basically, because he's a cyborg. Yeah, but why Ironwood? Why? Why <laughs> Ironwood? I don't know. You could have called him just Iron something, not Iron, and you then could, another you could have material. Just him irons. You could have just called him Irons. Irons. Yes, yeah, or you could have irons. called General him like irons. Iron C or something. Just not like Iron, iron Wood. wood. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, fucking go into my week now because I don't want to get hung <laughs> yep. up on Ruby. Um, so, what have I been doing? I've been delving into a game called Residence of Fate End of Eternity uh, or Residence of Fate TM slash End of Eternity TM 4K slash HD edition um, Dream Dot Distance whatever the fuck joke you want to make for that um, game's Accent fun Corpusa. the game's fun I think <laughs> I think it's yeah. fun but I'm not sure. I own that game it's, hard copy on the PS4. It is it is fun, I think. I, I'm, it's I'm like, confused about how you could think. Like, you'd be right, confused so, about if you Let, me, let me explain why I think it's fun, but I'm not sure. Okay. Because the combat system is fun. Um, the aesthetic. So the combat si- is- the aesthetic looks cool. Uh, I don't understand the story. No one understands the story. I don't understand the combat. (laughs) Yeah. No, uh, the only thing I found how to work the fucking combat is, uh, you know, that action thing where you get to like run for free in a certain direction. Yeah. Yeah, I just spammed the fuck out of that with the SMG and then got the pistols to finish off the damage. All right. So I'm going to try my best to explain the combat system. Uh, and the two damage it, types between SMGs and handguns. And uh, that's, not, that's not that's not difficult. That's yeah. actually quite easy. Yeah, SMGs but are scratch- hypothetical damage. Handguns are real damage. Well, all right, so it starts off with you have two weapon types so far, which is SMG, which does a thing called scratch damage. Now, scratch damage is uh, 
think of like gray. It takes gray life away. So it's theoretically there. You've theoretically done this much damage, but you need a handgun to tra- to change scratch damage into HP damage. So let's just oh say God. the enemy's HP is 100 health points uh, and you do 70 points of scratch damage. So 30 points of their health bar is green, 70 points of their health bar is blue. Now, you need to shoot them with a handgun or any other weapon that does HP damage. HP, ba- HP damage is... How do I put it? So let's go back to let's go back to the start. So <laughs> scratch damage does a lot of theoretical damage. HP damage doesn't do that much HP damage, but it is guaranteed HP. Like takes away their HP. So when you do seventy points of scratch damage, that seventy points of scratch damage that needs to get converted into HP damage. Otherwise, they just heal that damage back up, or they they it basically you, over time the scratch damage fades away and it turns back into HP. So if I don't attack, they they will go from thirty points of HP and seventy points of scratch damage to about fifty points of HP and fifty points of scratch damage and stuff like that. So dumb and overcomplicated. It's it's not. I'm not. It really isn't. So I'm trying to com- explain it. So if my SMG does seventy scratch damage out of 100 hp i just need to use get some hp damage like maybe anywhere between one to five hp damage to turn all that scratch damage into hp damage so it's like you're setting up damage now um so some bosses have multiple layers so there's also like you have to be very positional of your uh shooting so like you get like i can't it's called a hero gauge and you start off with like three pips on your hero gauge and then you eventually grow more and more as you play on but when you do you do an ability called a hero action which is you set a marker where you are and you have to run in a line to somewhere else um that uses one, and if you start the run, you get to line up as many shots as you want until you reach your destination on the other side. You can be interrupted by an enemy walking in front of you, which cuts it completely, etc., etc. Uh, but essentially, it's like a decent amount of damage done, and a reposition, and you get to reposition your character, and it's all done with one hero point. Now. Your hero points are also kind of life bars in the same way. So let's say I've got three hero points and um, one of my team members has like 100 points of HP, but 99 points of their HP is scratch damage and they got one HP. So if they were to get shot or put below zero HP it will take one pip of my hero gauge and fill their life back up. So then it, now it gets a little more complicated. So if that hero gauge runs out, we then go into something which I can't remember the name of. I just call everyone shits the bed mode where everyone does reduced damage. They can't use a hero action 
And if their life runs to zero, they're dead. You have to restart the fight over again. So what you want to do is keep your hero gauge full as possible. And you can do that by essentially killing enemies, uh, breaking your enemy's gauge, and all that sort of stuff. So you want to keep that as full as possible just in case you run low on health and someone needs to needs to be topped up. Uh, so I say I like the combat, but I'm still trying to figure out how it works okay. because there's the tutorial the game gives you is fucking god-awful. It's not as bad as Stellaris. Stellaris's tutorial is fuck-off awful. But Oh, God. Yes, and, uh, tutorial. so the Fuck. tutorial and the tutorial, the game doesn't even give you a tutorial option. You have to go find it. You have to go find it on the map. Oh, this is just reminding me of that when we did that GSSB of Ruby Grim Eclipse where there just wasn't one. Mm-hmm. So, as I said, the game is fun from what I've been playing so far. I'm about six hours in. Uh, I still don't know what the fuck is going on with the story. Like, I watched the opening cutscene. I've watched every single cutscene. Like, the first cutscene you see is basically two guys having a gunfight. And one of the guys is getting his absolute shit pushed in. The guy getting his shit pushed in is Zephyr, one of your characters. He's fighting your other main character. I can't remember his name, but he starts with a V. And they're, like, two of the three main characters. And then when you start the game... So there's a fight between those two. Uh, Zephyr gets his ass pushed, like his shit pushed in, and then that cutscene's over. And then it goes on about like some guy walks into a room and he's like sees this machine and he's like, "Oh, what's this? How could how dare this be my god? Ah, I'm a Christian man. I believe in faith and religion, but this machine? No." And he's he's upset. Given there's no market up. I was about to yeah. say fucking the machina. <laughs> yeah, it's the forbidden mark. He's pissed off that it's yeah. Uh, and the next cut scene is a girl is trying to kill herself, and Zephyr's just like anything for pussy, and just catches her like she jumps off a bridge, and he catches her free falling, and then like they both start free falling from like the highest depth. Like I don't know how they survived because it doesn't show you, but they survived. And then all three of you, Mr. V, Sefer, and this chick are now like mercenaries. They get hired to do jobs. And that's all I've been doing so far is just odd jobs around the place. Like, hey, you need to go to this fucking power station. And hey, I'm looking for a piece of art. And hey, uh, I need you to bring me this crystal. So nothing that I think of, like, and there are tidbits of story of the mate of the bigger picture happening in some of these cutscenes, where one guy is super obsessed of like bringing a world that some girl had dreamt of. I'm guessing she's dead. I'm guessing. I don't know for sure, but he's like, Oh, we'll not let her dream die in vain. Yeah. Yeah. So like the story, I don't understand the combat. I like, I don't understand. Um, and, so you have to download so it is the HD 4K edition 
uh, doesn't come with it. It's DLC. <laughs> you need to download the HD edition. So like the game is like what six gig. The HD 4K edition is like 32 gig. <laughs> so yeah, it really it really bumps it up. Yeah. Uh, so you have to download it as DLC in the Steam shop. Uh, but I am liking it. I am going to keep going through and seeing how that goes. Uh, <clears throat> but I don't know too much about the game just yet. I'm only seven hours in. Uh, let's have a look, Ski, at how long to beat. Uh, how long to beat... Uh, not Tales of Arise, but that's different fucking eternity uh, uh, of yeah. How long to beat Resonance of Fate? Uh, Fifty-one hours for the main story. Okay, that seems reasonable. So, uh, yeah, uh, I also I haven't been haven't talked about this at all, but uh, I've also been playing Tales of Arise. Uh, I'm only going to say this. I'm halfway through the game and the game's just started. <laughs> so, a uh, better way, I'm halfway through the game and the tutorial's just ended. That's, that, that's, that that's somehow only, sounds a bit more reasonable than I'm halfway through the game and it's just started. Well, that is true. Wait, yeah, like there's I mean, literally a scene where the char- a character's like, "No, this is just the beginning," and then a title card happens, and this is like thirty hours into the game. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding, <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say. Other than that, it's good. Um, it's not as good as Tales of Berseria. And that was my main concern was like, I was hope I wish it was as good as Tales of Berseria, but it's not. Combat is a lot nicer, mind you, but story-wise, it's nowhere near as good. Like for the longest time, it's just like, I'm a slave. I don't want to be a slave no more. I'm a stop these slavers. Yeah. Man, being a slave sucks. Yeah, you're right. I was never a slave, so I don't know how you feel, but I need to shake these inhibitions of mine, these preconceptions about Dannon's. Like, oh, oh my God. It's just, it's very cookie cutter for the most part. And I'm still waiting for that, ooh, that ooh yeah moment of like a twist happens and it gets really interesting. But really, it stayed so surface level for so long that I haven't touched it since. Uh, when was the last time I played it? October thirteenth, almost a month. It's been almost a month since I played this game, and it's because like I want to keep going, but I'm at that point where I need to start grinding, and I'm not too fond of the grinding in this game, but. Hey, that's Tales of Arise. Um, what else have I been playing? I've been playing, or well, I downloaded, <clears throat> I've got a few games. Um, Stellaris, I've tried out a little bit. Uh, the fucking tutorial makes me pull my hair, to which I'm talking to my friends, like, what the fuck's going on? And they're like, don't listen to the tutorial, it sucks shit. 
And oh, that's right. <clears throat> I beat Doom Eternal's second second DLC. And it's good. I really like it. Like the first DLC, I think was shit. Like a lot. There's there's a lot of things in that DLC which I hated. Like a majority of how can I put it? The game expects you to run a circus. Like you need to be jumping through hoops, doing this, that, and everything else while managing groups of enemies. It's trying to act like a platform puzzler while a first-person shooter, and both aren't done well. Whereas the second one still has puzzle like platform puzzling, but it takes them out of the fights. And that was one of my main issues. Plus the arenas in the first one, blue ass. Like some of those arenas just aren't designed well. Like they give you fucking 20 Arachnatrons in in a hallway or some shit. And it's like, this ain't a challenge. This is endurance. Like a Dark Eater Medea. It's not a challenge per se. It's just how long can you endure? Which reminds me of Elden Ring, which we're going to talk about in our news section. Uh, which, yeah, that's pretty much my week and that sort of stuff. Other than I played a little bit of Metroid Dread. That's fun. But yeah, that's about it. And played a little bit of Master Chief Collection as well because they they got some fucking new cosmetic stuff coming out for the the Duke Xbox Duke controllers and the Xbox console, and I want I want that. I want that so it don't go away. But yeah, that's been my week. Uh, and is there anything else anyone else add to that? Uh, not really. <laughs> All righty, Dad. Well, now we can just uh, step on into the news, I guess. To which, uh, on the first on the docket, Elden Ring. So, uh, right into Elden- the good stuff. Elden Ring gameplay trailer came out mm-hmm. and I don't like it. And I'll explain why. So, you, well, no, actually, I won't, I won't explain why. Fuck it. I don't like it. I'm gonna start Next story. Say, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> now, nah, uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring gameplay trailer came out. It's just Dark Souls. It's Dark yeah. Souls in every way, shape, or form. It's right down to the recycled animations and audios. Yeah, same audio, same animations. Dark Eater Madea is in the trailer. Like, not the exact model, but a dragon of similar size and stature with the exact same attacks. Nowhere near the size of Dark Eater Madea, like roughly half. Oh, half then. No, no, not at most. Dark Eater Madea wasn't that big. Remember Lucky that. Madea was fucking huge. No, she wasn't. She was skinny. She was long. Super skinny. And tall. Yeah, long is, long is not big. Tall, not that big. No, but, taking um, wing height into, into consideration. I don't care for wing height. But we're, we're digressing. Yeah. Uh, the exact same attacks. Like, the exact same animations, the exact same attacks uh, as Dark Madea. I went, okay, cool. They just ripped that from Dark Souls 3. Uh, <laughs> same animations, like parry and repost animations. 
It's just Dark Souls. And that's what upsets me the most because if we wanted more Dark Souls, then I would do another Dark Souls or just go back to the original Dark Souls. But we have a brand new property, a brand new IP we can do so much with and they just did Dark Souls with it. Now, now, mind you, Dark Souls, big moneymaker, made tons of bucks. Mad right? Bank, Prince Money. Mad Bank. They would, it makes sense for them to keep with the Dark Souls formula. But I was kind of hoping, I was kind of hoping for a situation where what Bloodborne is the Dark Souls, and not in terms of like combat speed, but like, what they changed about the formula to create something unique while also being the same thing, the same formula, the same sort of the same sort of character action that Dark Souls is. But uh Bloodborne's a lot more fast paced. It uses more like guns and uh Lovecrafty and shit. And instead of like blocking and stuff, it focuses around the uh rally system and like that it changes up the dark souls formula enough to be its own thing and it's its own thing it's new ip i was hoping that with elden ring elden ring being a new ip i was hoping something else like the leaks that were came out were meant to be like you were using your arms as weapons so it's sort of like a a uh it's kind of like a consumable weapon your arms and you can take arms from enemies etc etc that sounded interesting, but this trailer shows is not that's not a thing. So it's it literally is just Dark Souls again. And yeah, I'll play it, but I was really hoping for something else. What are your thoughts on it? Um yeah, pretty much that. Like I've watched the fucking trailer with you. It's it just it feels like Dark Souls, but like an update. It's it's the like, third Dark Souls DLC. Well, it's like they did. They made an open world. They gave you a map. They gave you a horse and that sort of stuff. Like that will be interesting to see, because with the Dark Souls formula, as much as like Dark Souls One gave you like a hub and an open world, uh, Dark Souls Two did to some degree, uh, and Dark Souls Three didn't. Uh, like there was, there is always a set preferred path which you can go on, um, except for Dark Souls Three. There's only one path you can go on, and uh, I would like to see how Elder Ring treats players when they go to an area which they probably shouldn't be. Like, is it really going to be open world in the sense of like you can go anywhere, fight anything, and do whatever or is it sort of going to pigeonhole you a little bit not too much As in but enough game. to guide you to where you should be going rather than what you want to do so like, kind of a case ha- of like are the, is the enemies on a global scale going to scale to you or something or is it yes. going to like have areas or where gonna have the- certain levels to try and force you in certain directions yes like uh, are the enemies scaling to you or are they going to be leveled to some degree in which, Hey, look, you probably shouldn't be here. Same thing with, um, uh, in dark souls one, when you get to fire link, you can go to 
Um, pretty much three, three or four different areas, but like you can go to the catacombs, you can go to uh, Blight Town, you can go to what's that? The New Londo Ruins, or you can go to uh, where's the other place? Uh, the Undead Burg. Now the Undead Burg is the obvious choice because the enemies are roughly around your level to deal with it. Uh, catacombs, you need specific weapons as well as you need to be a high level. Uh, New Londo Ruins have enemies which you need an item which you can't get yet. And uh, Blight Town will just fuck you up. Just fucking push your shit in. So that, and that's how they sort of go. Undead Burg is the path of least resistance. Will... Elden Ring create a path of least resistance uh, for your character or is it all going to be fair game for whatever you want to do so that would be interesting uh, other than that uh, as I said it just looks like Dark Souls I'm I'm probably going to get it uh, because as I said not saying Dark Souls is bad I do like Dark Souls but I also want something different and uh now that I've now that I can say officially beaten every Souls-like game, so I've done like Dark Souls one through three and all their DLCs, Demon Souls and Bloodborne. Uh, like I know what I want. I've I've got a taste for what I want, and Elder Rings give me a taste for the thing that I'm not really interested in right now. <laughs> like if I want to play more Dark Souls, I go back to Dark Souls one, because Dark Souls one is great. Now, if I want to hate myself, I'll go back to Dark Souls 2 or 3 because those games aren't that great. But I digress. I don't think so, yeah. I don't think comparing Dark Souls 3 to Dark Souls 2 is a fair comparison to Dark Souls 3. Mm, yeah, it's true. Dark Souls 3... Dark Souls 3 is the easiest and the most simplified of the, uh, of the Soul series, I think. Uh, but... They have, I think Dark Souls 3 has the same ratio of good to bad bosses as uh, Dark Souls 1 does. But Dark Souls 2 is the worst, easily. All right, so uh, do you know what else is the worst? Uh, Mm. Blizzard is just the worst right now. Blizzard... uh, a bit of hellfire, uh, feeling the sting um, after getting some uh, appeals rejected because of they wanted the whole case shut down due to that uh, conflict of interest. Uh, but not only that, uh, the Blizzard CEO or co-head, Jen O'Neill, uh, is now leaving Blizzard just after three months of taking the CEO job. So, <laughs> J. Like Allen that. Brack... Jalen Brack, the former Blizzard president, uh, he stepped down a while ago uh, to seek, I think it was like create different creative outlets, got nothing to do with the shit going down, absolutely nothing. Uh, if, you, if you tell him, he'll say otherwise. Uh, but yes, yeah, so they put in a chick named Jen O'Neill. Uh, and then, as of a couple of days ago, Jen O'Neill came out with a statement saying, effective immediately, Mike Yabara will lead, 
what the fuck? How do you spell that? Y-B-A-R-R-A. Yabara. Or just Barra. is the Y silent. I don't fucking know. Um, effective immediately, Mike Yabara will be leading Blizzard. I am not doing this because I am without hope for Blizzard. Quite the opposite. I'm inspired by the passion of everyone here working towards a meaningful, lasting change with their whole hearts. This energy has inspired me to step out and explore how I can do more to have games and diversity intersect and hopefully make a broader industry impact that will benefit Blizzard and other studios as well. Why I'm not totally sure what form that will take, I am excited to embark on a new journey to find out. So when I first read this, I was almost in tears laughing because I all I heard was, I'm inspired by the passion of everyone here working towards meeting lasting change with our whole hearts. That's why I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> this energy has inspired me to step out and Fuck just this. leave. It's, it's fucking, I, I don't, well, what was the other statement? There was another thing. I truly believe that, no, Blizzard's best days are ahead. I truly believe that. I am also hoping this letter helps you think about what you can do to make everyone around you, no matter the gender, race, or identity, feel welcome, comfortable, and be free themselves. So she's like, Blizzard Blizzard is actually on the up and up. That's why I'm leaving. Like, (laughs) Blizzard are the best days ahead of them. That's why I'm leaving now. Only after three months of having this job. Um, Blizzard, resume- Blizzard representative also said that they're going to be giving fucking a million dollars to the Women's in Games International, which is a non-for-profit organization dedicated to advancing diversity and quality. Uh, a company that Jen O'Neill is on the board of the directors for. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, so she she's and this is the thing, uh, the one of the she's one of three women in like top roles at Blizzard that have left this year alone. <laughs> like, there's two other women who have been in high positions who have left, and apparently Blizzard's morale is is fucking taint. I mean, I I can understand that. If you're being investigated by two fucking uh, government bodies and your CEOs are constantly skipping town on you, like, like fucking, you know something's up. Yeah. I wouldn't be stoked if I was in that situation. Well, it's like, just imagine if you're working at Blizzard and you see the fires happening all around you. You see shit's going down. And so you're just like, oh, man. Well, at least this new chick, Jenna Neal's gone. And she's gone. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, this is this person they brought in. Maybe she can handle it. And she's out of here. Okay. So who's this new guy? Mike Yabara. All right. Let's see how many, how many women he's tried sexually assaulting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, only, he's left only town. F- only four times? Alright, it's not as bad as the it's not as bad as the last guy. <laughs> it's not as bad as uh Jesse McCree. That's also in our uh topic. Uh <laughs> where are we at? So speaking of uh Overwatch, so 
usually when shit hits the fan at Blizzard, they make a character gay. They make a character gay. But since they've turned so many characters gay, uh, have given so many characters disabilities, they they can't just make a character gay or disabled in any way, shape, or form anymore. It's too transparent. They People can see it a mile away that this is the Blizzard reaction. So instead of making a character gay, they just name the character after a gay, gay act, porn actor. Yep. And it's the closest thing they can get. That would that may that may may help the LGBT the cause towards the LGBTQ. The LGBTQ might take it, they might not, but they they've they've dust in their hands is like we put some form of gay in into the game. Hopefully that will uh get us and us virtue signaling, but no. Either, either way, Cole Cassidy, a gay porn actor, or Cassidy Cole. Another gay porn actor, but female. <laughs> I find it funny that the first comment is somebody just going, who? Like, yeah, meet Cole Cassidy, who? <laughs> somebody responded, then the second person responded saying, cares. Just finishing <laughs> the sentence. It's like, and they're trying to really, and this is the, this is the weird fucking thing. This is the thing where I'm sitting there going like, I don't see, I can't, I'm finding it difficult to, to see why people aren't seeing this as kind of messed up. They've turned, like, they changing McCree's name because he was named after a sex fiend. And they've, the way they've changed it is a marketing move. They, they're making Cole Cassie's name change like a big marketing thing for yeah. Overwatch. And people don't see that. They don't see that as a marketing thing. They go, oh, they changed his name. It was yeah. like they're trying to to turn a uh, – to write a wrong into a marketing ploy. Yeah. And which I think is kind of fucked up in the sense it's like, yeah, like McCree was some sex pervert sort of guy that we, you know, uh, we had to change his name to all this, that, and everything else. Apparently there's like a, a – a, area in world of warcraft called mccree <laughs> not anymore it's now called not- cassidy <laughs> no. <laughs> mixing missing texture png <laughs> johnny sins.jpg but, but like they they're turning this them trying to write a wrong into a marketing thing which i think is like it's blizzard it's not like i want to say like fucked up kind of fucked up i just think it's like tone deaf and not really getting the point of why they're changing the name like they're making they're coming out with like all these videos about him doing it and like what he really was etc etc and it's just like the first thing that comes to my mind about it was when fucking uh epic games and Fortnite came out with that fucking movie about the uh apple store like moments are like half an hour after fucking doing that getting kicked from the apple store it's like they tried to do something fucked up and then when they tried to rectify it they turned it to a marketing situation 
Like, all in all, it's just, hey, look, here's, we need to make money off this. So, and plus, Cole Cassidy is fucking, I don't know, it's a stupid name, but then again, I'm not going to, I'm not I'm not saying there's a high standard for Overwatch names out there. So ain't that just ain't that just the fun of it. And then uh coming at us uh for our last one. Uh here's a two two-parter one. First part from the uh Capcom's like reports to investor. Uh they consider Resident Evil 3 a hit. Now, while I'm happy for them, uh, that's not the impression they gave when Resident Evil 3 came out. <laughs> because when Resident Evil 3 came out, uh, Capcom was super not happy with the result that they removed the team that worked on Resident Evil 3. They removed them from Resident Evil 4 Remake. Like, they were... Well, they weren't the sole team working on the Resident Evil 4 remake, but they were working on it with another team and they essentially got removed from that remake after the results of Resident Evil 3. Ah. So I'm sitting here going like, okay, I feel like like they obviously knew the game wasn't like super huge in comparison to Resident Evil 2. Like, Resident Evil 3, I liked. I really liked Resident Evil 3. It was just lacking content. And, like, I didn't really think of this at first, but it also got released with the multiplayer game, which should have, like, given you a heads up that, oh, wait, they're selling these two games as one complete package to make up the sales price. This should have been a red flag because Resident Evil 3 wouldn't have made that sales price to begin with. There's just not enough content there. Well, I do love the game. I do love it. The story, I do love the remake and the effort they made in the remake. Um, not a huge fan of what they turned Nemesis into. Yeah, Nemesis, like, the whole- compared to the Resident Evil 2 remake, Nemesis was a bit disappointing. Well, they came out and said Nemesis was meant to be a enhanced... Uh, was meant to be running on the same AI, but better, like it was more worked on and better enhanced uh, that they used for Mr. X. And that was just a downright lie. That never happened. Like Nemesis doesn't stalk you like Mr. X does. Nemesis is a- He doesn't even really comes get the in, opportunity to because of how the game is laid out. Yeah, but it's like, it's Nemesis events are scripted. Where yeah. Nemesis appears is in the game. Like, like, well, obviously it's in the game, but where Nemesis appears is at certain points in the game. Never is he just randomly roaming the streets looking for you. Yeah. The only time he's looking for you is after that scripted event has happened, and once you pass a certain point, that scripted event is over. Yeah. And, like, it, it says something where... The AI in Resident Evil 2 Remake uh, creates a more intense cat and mouse game than Nemesis. Mr. X creates a better cat and mouse game than Nemesis the the Pursuer. 
and yeah, that's why that, I'm like, oh, that's that's that sucks. What I tried. To, I tried to mean though, like, Mister X basically only does that while, like, while you're in the police station. Like, after you leave the police station, he doesn't do that anymore. Because yeah, but like, and like in Resident Evil, the free remake, there's no real places where um, Nemesis really gets the chance to do that cat and mouse properly. Like, well, like the open city, the open city is great for him. It's just that you have to get to a certain point for him to appear, mm. and it's just like okay. And once he appears, he follows you to your next objective, and that's it. You can go back. You can go back, and you know he's gone. That's it. Like there's no pursuing after that, which sucked. Because, like, Nemesis would have been a much scarier pursuer, or is a much scarier pursuer, than Mr. X. But Mr. X gave you that real sense of dread, like, of what's coming next. And Mr. X really... The good thing about Mr. X and Resident Evil 2 is that Mr. X makes you, or forces you to learn the layout of the RPD in order to avoid him, in order to minimize your time in the RPD to avoid him. And as soon as you see Mr. X, it throws a spanner in the works. Like you're like, oh shit, I need to either get around him or use my knowledge of the the layout of this area to find a way around and escape him. With with like uh, Nemesis, that kind of gets ruined with the whole dodge mechanic. Because you can just dodge him. You just constantly dodge him all the way through. Now, I haven't seen Nemesis on the hardest difficulty, though. I would like to see how that goes. But for now, it just seems so... Like, from... What was it? There's easy, normal, hardcore, Nightmare and Inferno, I think it is. I've done normal and hardcore, but not Nightmare or Inferno. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. But it's just... But it is considered a hit. It's in the top five best-selling uh, Resident Evil games from what I remember. If I can find uh, the sales thing. Top-selling Resident Evil games. Like it's, it, it, Resident Evil 3 is in the top 15 best-selling uh, Capcom games, I think. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six. All right, so Resident Evil Remake is sixth place when it comes to uh, best-selling Resident Evil uh, at 4.6 million units. Uh, The original Resident Evil 2 from 1998 sold 4.9 million units. Uh, Resident Evil 6 and Resident Evil 5 sold 8 million units each. Resident Evil 2 Remake sold 8.9 million units. And the best-selling Resident Evil game of all time is Resident Evil 7. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Resident Evil Village, I think... I wonder where Resident Evil Village is. It's 21. Where's Village? Two, three, four, zero, two, one. Village is not even on his list. That's weird. 
Because I do know... Uh, October 11, maybe? Because I do know Village so- made a milestone. I think 5 million units. Uh, right. Into numbers, that sort of thing, to be honest. This thing's all over the fucking place, but yeah, like, and that's why, like, Village was highly successful, which comes into our second part that Resident Evil Village will be getting free DLC as well as Monster Hunter Rise as well. Hmm. Uh, Speaking of Monster Hunter Rise, they just announced a crossover with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. Ew. Yeah. Uh, so where is it? Uh, twenty one. They said they page twenty one. They said they acknowledging the risks by taking heavily. They are taking by heavily relying on titles such as Monster Hunter Rise and Resident Evil. It's page twenty one of their sale point. So yeah, like, oh, that's too far. Business activities. Yeah. So yeah, the arcades are sort of going down. That's for sure. Uh. So new tiles like Resident Evil 3 and Monster Hunter Rise were hits. Monster Hunter Rise, Iceborne, and Monster Hunter Resident Evil 2 performed well. High profitable digital sales. Uh, so yeah, it's... Like Monster Hunter Rise and Resident Evil 3 net sales 75 million yen. Jesus Christ. And then, and then they have the fucking... The Monster Hunter Rise movie. The Monster Hunter Rise movie performed a third as well as the Monster Hunter World Pachinko Machine. Fucking Pachinko Machines. God damn it. So they have a they have a Monster Hunter World Pachinko Machine at making nine million yen. Or, wait, that's a comma, 9,000 million yen, uh, with Monster Hunter Rise at 3,000 million yen net sales. Just to give you an idea, uh, their digital market, uh, so the net sales for, I'm guessing... Monster, Monster Rise and Resident Evil 3 75,300 million yen making majority of their profit I'm guessing that's the digital sales but yes fucking Monster Hunter Rise movie Monster Hunter movie proving once again to be fucking a horrific and bad idea and probably shouldn't work or shouldn't shouldn't try that shit again yeah don't don't no more Monster Hunter movies but yeah, they they announced they're going to do DLC for Resident Evil Village like shortly after its release. But then we just haven't heard shit since. And that's it. And then they came out saying, we're going to make free DLC for the game. Which I'm like, okay, cool. Like, the only thing I can really think they do DLC of is probably of one of the villages. Like... Maybe like in 
Resident Evil Village, you bump into a daughter and a father. The father's been bit by something. I got the feeling maybe the DLC is going to follow that. Like Maybe. Because that is an event that intersects with Ethan's. And, the, like, the girl proves she can at least hold her own a little bit before she went, oh, my God, my dad. My dad, he's still alive, and now I'm dead too because I trusted my gut instincts. <laughs> Oh no! But yes, uh, that is the uh, DLC talk. Um, I said, like, considering Resident Evil Three a hit, must feel bad for the the group that worked on Resident Evil Three because they pretty much got sh- like shafted after the release because it didn't perform the standard and now Capcom's out there saying it's a hit and like where where the fuck are you? like you should I feel bad for those people um but yes also Devil May Cry has got an actual anime now um season one scripts are done uh Chris Pratt will not be voicing anybody in the anime uh even better crying shame that is absolutely <laughs> like money on the table I tell you. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Uh, and that's about it. That yeah, it's about it for uh, our podcast. There's quite a quite a short one this week because not too much happened. Uh, well, not too much happened with you guys, and yeah, uh, not too much happened. Don't worry, the, something will the- come out in the next three to four hours, which will make this podcast completely redundant. Or Fuck it. Yeah. If it if it's if it's Bloodborne 2, I will literally just add on to this. I will literally <laughs> just be like right, boot up those audio files. Let's let's continue recording. Uh but yeah, I don't think that. it's gonna be as great as Bloodborne 2. Other than that, so uh what can I say? Um yeah, on the channel, uh Halo series is done, it's been uploaded very slowly. Uh, what else is there? Uh, we finished Final Fantasy just before uh, Jaden went Jayden off to go fight left. some moose. Meese. On that note, uh, Jaden left before we could finish Revelations 2. So you're going to see yeah. some fucked recording set up because... We have to re-record, we, like we have to re-record part two because... Uh, the video got corrupted. So part one is going to have Jaden. Then part two is not going to have Jaden. Then this part is going to be me three and Josh. four are going to have Jaden again. And we also part still three. Need to- part three is going to have Jaden, and then part four is just going to have me and you again. Oh right, there's so only four parts. We haven't part. done part four. Have we? we? haven't done part four. Oh right, there's only four parts in there. That's incredible. Yeah. I thought there were five parts. That's why I was saying three and four. <laughs> Well, I am nah. glad we got the Halo series done and Final Fantasy. Those those were the two big ones. Yeah. Uh, I I reckon we could do a let's watch of the Halo 5 cutscenes because I was going to try and source an Xbox One, not pay for one because I'm not going to buy an Xbox One just for fucking Halo 5. But if I could borrow someone's Xbox One, I would buy my own copy of Halo 5 and then destroy it live on camera. And that would just be the intro for every part of a Halo 5 LP. It's just me like snapping or smashing a Halo 5 disc. 
And that, that would just be it. Uh, but yes, so Halo's done. That's slowly going up. Uh, Final Fantasy is done. That's slowly going up. Uh, Revelations will be continuing. And once we have... Once I've done editing all of majority of the Halo recordings, because I have Halo 3 and Halo 4 left to edit, uh, once I've done Halo 3, Alex is going to be starting his adventures in a, a little game. Laudron? Yeah, Laudron? No, no. It's not Laudron. No, not Laudron. No, Laudron. It's, uh, it's not Laudron either. It, it's Dark Souls. He's going to be playing Dark, Dark Souls. Souls. We're going Dark Souls 1. Yeah, because fucking Alex said he would be doing it after the Halo series. And once I've got enough, like, got most of my editing stuff off the plate, uh, I would then pick up Halo, uh, fucking, ma- no, not Master, Halo on the mind. I'm going to pick up Dark Souls for him. And then he's going to be in the driving seat and I'm going to be his uh, guide because I've beaten Dark Souls a lot of times, pretty much an annual basis for the longest time now. And, uh, yeah, so look forward to seeing that on the channel. Um, anything else we got going on the channel? Uh, we got a GSSB up of like, going up soon of a, a gotcha game, Hokken. Honkai. 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 Yeah. Dude, I'm like four tickets off that fucking character I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not spending a cent because I can't afford it, but I've almost got the character I want. <laughs> All right, we'll go, we'll catch you guys later. All right, catch you guys. See ya.